It's the S&M Experience with the S&M Experience. Welcome to the S&M Experience with the S&M Experience. I am your host today, Louise Chonky Gravy. Give it up for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Louise. Just sticking like a cheering sound. Yeah. Don't say that. Just like put, the che- put it in afterward. Okay. Yeah. All right. So thank you for the warm welcome. I assume you're giving me at home. And now I'd like to introduce Stephen T. Holmes, everybody. Yeah, keep it going for me. Yeah. Last but not least, we have uh, uh, Matthew Miners here, everybody. Hi. Anyway, the theme today is reasonable doubt. Mm-hmm. Opening question tonight. We had somebody write in. Let's take a look at this question. This comes from Trish in Moose Jaw. She says, the other day I heard my oldest son, age 17, talking with a friend about twerking. I have never heard of it, and now I'm worried. Is twerking a drug term? Is it similar to tripping, getting high, or catfishing? All of these things are in in quotation marks. Interesting. All right, Trish from Moose Jaw. Well, my understanding of twerking is that you are trembling when you are working. So this comes from anxiety. It kind of is like shakes like a chihuahua. So your 17-year-old probably is just texting a friend you know, about how hard it is at his part-time job or something and that he's always twerking. Mm-hmm. And that's not such a bad thing because if you mention the Chihuahua, one of the most successful dogs in the world is the Taco Bell Chihuahua and it shakes all the time. So if you're shaking, you're just emulating success. One moment you're shaking while working, the next moment you're running a global franchise of mediocre Mexican food. So I think you, uh, Trish does not have to worry about uh, twerking, but the other terms that she did mention, those are all drug terms and I just want to, to be aware of those tripping If you're entering a house, if it's a drug den or a drug house, there's a board of wood across the bottom. And when you walk in, you walk in and you're tripping. And that means you're a narc because you don't know about it. Uh, Getting high. Actually, I was wrong. Getting high has nothing to do with drugs. I'm sorry. I misread that. Kids used that to talk about education. After school, they're like, I'm getting high. I aced that test. I'm getting high. My education's getting higher. But the one you really got to look out for if you hear your kid talking about it's catfishing. It's named after the actual catfishing that goes on down south where a, a, a hillbilly fisherman will stick his hand into a hole hoping that a catfish will latch on and he'll pull that out. Similarly, what teens are doing for catfishing is they will find a junkie who's overdosing on his, you know, his marijuanas. Kids will similarly stick their hands down the junkie's mouth, reach right down into the stomach, grab hold of those drugs like it's a catfish, rip their hand out, and then they'll take those drugs and the cycle continues. So as I, I was saying, uh, watch out for catfishing. That's a big one. Yeah, I, I think we got Trish, we got your back. But right now, I want to know, guys, what time is it? It's uh, 8.12. But like, what time is it? Did you not hear what I said? Or No, no. It's time for a sketch. Oh, I see what you're doing. It's time for a sketch. It's time for a sketch. Oh, yeah. We open on a child's bedroom. It's nighttime. Sharon and Richard lovingly tuck in six-year-old Abigail. There you go, Abigail. Snug as a bug in a rug. Sleep tight, Abby. Don't let the bug bugs bite. Good night, sweetums. We love you very much. 
Which is why we need to discuss something with you. We saw what you did at school today. And we're not mad, but we are disappointed. Sharon pulls out a crayon drawing. Bright colors depict Abigail with her parents. Is this supposed to be us? Abigail nods sheepishly. Do you think that we're part tree? Hmm? Do you think Gam Gam and Papa live in Fangorn Forest? You must. Why else would we have sticks for arms? Is Mommy David Blaine? Is that why she's floating several feet in the air? Last time I checked, Mommy stands on the ground. And what's this? Brown? Your father doesn't have brown hair. It is clearly burnt umber. Does this look like burnt umber to you? Richard frowns at Abigail. No. No, it does not look like burnt umber. Burnt garbage, maybe? You're the Michael Jordan of misunderstanding color theory. I didn't realize we were raising a little Henri Matisse. If only a wild beast would trample my skull. At least then it might resemble this travesty that you put to paper. I've seen bird turds splattered across the windshields of my Volvo with better sense of balance than this dreck. Are you familiar with Edvard Monk's The Scream? That man is screaming because he saw your sorry excuse for a drawing. Richard passes a letter to Sharon. John Baldessari had the right idea. She lights a picture on fire as she stares unblinkingly at Abigail. Richard shakes his head sadly. What are we going to do with you? Uh, look at this. Richard pulls out a horse molded from Play-Doh. It's actually very good. If this was the dawn of the Renaissance era, this might be groundbreaking. But it's the 21st century, and frankly, anatomical realism in sculpture was passé by 73. 1573! Black beauty? More like a sack of duty. Abigail laughs. You think this is funny? Well, I'm not laughing. Picasso's paintings were grotesque on purpose. Yours? <laughs> Simply grotesque. Sharon produces a giant framed oil painting. It's incredible. Egads! Is this supposed to be a still life or the toilet bowl of McDonald's when the McRib is back? The only thing baroque about this is your broken sense of spatial definition. How did you learn your brushing technique? By combing the tangles out of an ornery Pomeranian? Do you even have the teeniest grasp of chiaroscuro? Oh, of course you don't, you poor little rutabaga. Abigail's lip starts to tremble. Oh, oh, honey bun. Oh, no, don't be sad. Of course, your art belongs in the MoMA. Abigail's mood brightens. The Museum of Monstrous Atrocities, hung right next to a portrait of Justin Timberlake's cornrows. Van Gogh called. He says that if he had seen your art, he would have killed himself even sooner. Do you know why Van Gogh cut off his ear? Frightened, Abigail shakes her head. Oh, of course you don't. You disgust me, Rutabaga. Sharon, fetch my razor blades. Abigail bursts into tears and runs from the room. Richard and Sharon look satisfied. I think that went well. Hopefully now she'll give up that god-awful dream of being an artist. Indeed. Destroying someone's dream of becoming an artist has never turned out badly for the world. Now she can raise her aspirations and do something meaningful with her life. Become a club promoter. Richard nods in agreement. Well, should we head out to the Worst Parents of the Year Awards? Oh, yeah. I'm sure the sitter will show up eventually. And scene. All right, so listeners, sometimes we'll be sitting around in the S&M Experience studio and we'll just share horoscopes. You know, everybody does this. Everybody's got that one person at the office who cares a little too much about astrology. It's me. Typically, yes. We just thought it'd be fun to do it on the air and uh, go through our horoscopes and uh, yeah, we hope you like it. So Matt, let's start with you. Okay, so I'm a Sagittarius because I was born in Saggy. You must think, here, I'll, I'll do a dramatic reading of it. You must think about the absurd and emotional contexts that are far away from the sense of purpose and meaning your mind can grasp. 
Remember to clean your home and do something about the routine that drains your energy away. You don't have much time for nasty and unhealthy habits right now. Keep your physiology safe. That's great advice. I'm gonna I'm gonna scrub a dub my whole place, get some Windex in there. Yeah, what are your nasty or unhealthy habits right now? Oh, they're pretty nasty. They're very unhealthy. Give me give me an example. Well, it involves a cantaloupe, and that's all I'm gonna say about it. Oh. I don't, I don't know, like, would you say that that horoscope felt accurate for you right now? Yeah, the point where I mentioned stop using the cantaloupe, that was very accurate. Yeah, I mean, it didn't, it didn't really say that. But... Well, I know what it's saying. Uh, okay, I'm going to read mine next. I am a July baby, so I am Cancer. Uh, it says, you are willing to work hard and invest energy in higher goals, but you don't want to waste your best intentions on things that don't have a future. That's true. This is a time when faith requires a boost and you must push yourself into a healthy energetic state by physical activity and a healthy routine. You've already done a lot to keep yourself in a positive place. Don't be too hard on your own mind and judgment as there's still time to set the record straight. Interesting. Yeah. I think you are putting yourself in a really positive place. Thanks, Steve. That's so nice. Yeah, and your turntable keeps on skipping, so if you just like level that out a little bit, I'm sure that'll help a lot. Where, where does it say that? It says to set the, there's still time to set the record straight. Oh, that's very <laughs> literal. That's extremely literal. Oh, yeah, these things are very to the point. To the point, yeah. Oh. oh. I, I don't think they're that specific, but I'll give mine a go. I'm a Taurus, so I'm just... Is that the ram? Oh, it's a bull. Okay. Potato, potato. This is why your restaurant closed. When's your birthday, Steve? It's none of your beeswax. Ooh, sting. I just want to know. On the air? Do you know how many pedophiles are just waiting for a nice guy like Steve <laughs> to drop their birthday so he can steal their identity? Hey, Steve, what's your social security number while we're at it? Okay, all oh, right. Oh, that one I'm totally comfortable. Five. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Steve. All we right, have a lot of pedophile listeners. <laughs> okay. We're doing bang numbers in the pedophile demographic, 18 to 45. We don't want them, but you can't just say, can't stop them either. Listen, pedophiles, if you're listening, we don't want you listening to our wholesome show. Yeah, knock it off. Knock it off. Leave those kids alone. Go listen to This American Life or something, jeez. Why don't you go listen to Traffic in the Street? Put your ear to the ground. Yeah, or Joe Rogan. (laughs) Basically the same thing. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Joe Rogan. I've never actually listened to your show. It's probably very good. All right, Stephen, tell us what is the Please make me stop talking. I'll do a clean intro just so we can cut all that if we want. (laughs) So I'm a Taurus. Uh, So here we go. Be wary of strangers and sleep with one eye open. With Saturn where it is, don't be surprised if you wake up in a clawfoot bathtub full of ice with one or both of your kidneys missing. Okay, I do have a clawfoot. Okay. Look for new challenges at work or on the podcast you produce with your two friends. But be sure not to challenge the wrong person or you might end up hogtied in the back of a 2018 Chevy Malibu, driven out to a cabin near Hay Swamp, stuffed into an antique steamer trunk and buried alive, spending your last moments on this earth in agonizing panic and fear. Keep your friends close. Your enemies might be closer. Hey, Matt. Mm-hmm. What kind of car is it that you drive again? Oh, I have a Chevy Malibu. It's uh, green to match my eyes. Uh, what what year is it? Uh, let's see. I brand new one I bought it. That's just a couple years ago. Uh, it was like two years ago. Oh, two years, years ago? ago? Three years ago now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool, cool. Brand new model. Uh, uh, hey, uh, where was it that your 
grandparents' cabin was? Oh, they have this really nice one. Uh, they're kind of swamp people, so they have a cabin in a swamp. It's oh. a nice place. So why are you asking this, Steve? Oh, no reason. Okay. Uh, hey, just one more question. What kind of trunks was it that you like to bury? Oh, uh, I'm a real... I'm. It's been one of my long-time hobbies to bury antique steamer trunks. Yeah, I like to buy them, bury them, post them on Instagram. You follow my Instagram, right? My steamer trunk burying Instagram. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, it's got a lot of views. A lot of views. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking for a bit of... Um, Sponsorships. If anyone out there wants to sponsor my antique steamer trunk burying yeah. business, I'll, I'll I'll look into it for you. I'll do what I, like if you want. I'll I'll take a look for it. Oh, thanks, Steve. I appreciate that. Cool. I just wanna <laughs> I wanna stay on your good side. Yeah. No, it's not great when people are on my bad side. Right. I get just I get just like blinding rage. Just a blinding rage. Good to know. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Ooh, lucky numbers. Four, twenty, sixty-nine. <laughs> oh, that's lucky. All right. Well. As always, super fun going through uh, astrology with my my friends. But now, best friends, we're best friends, right, guys? <laughs> I mean, you've fallen a little bit from grace, Steve, to be honest. But we'll we'll talk about this offline. Okay. And now a word from our sponsor. Today's sponsor is Your Undies. Soft, comfortable, breathable, sexy. Everyone has a favorite pair of underwear. And what would you do if that perfect pair of undies suddenly went missing? Your Undies wants to find out. Your Undies is the only company that has dozens of trained underwear specialists who expertly break into your home and rummage through your drawers to find your perfect drawers. Our undie extractors are trained to fondle every single brief, panty, boxer, thong, long john that you have to find the best pair with the best feel, the best elasticity, the best comfort, and makes you feel your best. <laughs> They're real little creeps. They can't be that good though, can they? Wrong. They're very good. They choose your favorite undies 165% of the time. They know when you have multiple favorites. Once we have your undies, you're playing our game now, and you'll pay the price. Maybe we'll have you pick up our dry cleaning. Maybe you'll just have to send us some money. Maybe you'll find yourself leaving the gate open at your neighbor's house and that pesky, always barking mutt will run out and, uh-oh, that car isn't slowing down. <laughs> at least it won't be if you ever want your undies back. That's right, we'll straight up ask you to murder a dog. <laughs> and you'll do it, because we know how great the perfect pair of underwear feels. Why would anyone sign up for this service? Well, our founder and master underwear founder, Silas Fanny Flicker, is very persuasive. He's been the leader of four different cults. <laughs> it's very easy to fall for his charm. Yep, that's your undies. Hey guys, uh, real quick before we keep going. I've been on some dating sites lately and it's kind of tricky. I'm not getting many matches, but I think, you know, one of the big things is like having uh, like a really good standout bio. Like they see your picture, but if you're not that funny or like nothing interesting. So I thought maybe I could just like read you guys some bios, get your opinions on them real quick. Yeah, hit me with it. Uh, dating me is like dating a vacuum cleaner. I suck, and there's a dirt bag on the inside. No? It's okay. Got another one. Uh, it's one of my, it's just a draft. Uh-huh. Just looking for a grill friend. I love to barbecue. I kind of like that one. I mean, it could keep you in the friend zone. You might end up hooking up with someone who simply is in it for the barbecue. Uh, and those make the worst friends. Okay. And well, nobody just... wants a girlfriend who barbecues, right? That's a boy task. <laughs> I hope your standards are lower than my sperm count. I like the honesty in that one. Thanks. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's a, true, too. It's important to be honest. 
Uh, I'm just a small town boy with a small town toy. My dinger is tiny. It's a niche. I, Some I girls go, like that. Go for the niches, yeah. I, I think there there could be a really good joke with like the shrimpy emoji. Oh, just use the oh, shrimp. Okay. Yeah, just edit it to have the shrimp emoji. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, got some more here. Yeah, I'll be a dream guy. Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Yikes! Uh, a couple more. I'm a bad boy. I'll break your heart and your toilet. I like the Aussie in that one, too. I think if you add hashtag bathroom boy at the end of that one, it'll just like... The only downside there uh, is that if they click on the hashtag, they'll see all the other bathroom boys, and then you got competition. That's true. I don't know, man. I can, I can really break a toilet. Okay, that's fair. You can beat the competition, yeah. Um, I want you to call me baby. And treat me like one. Change my widow diaper. I got one more here. Yeah. If you're going to ghost me, at least do it like Patrick Swayze. Oh, what? Any winners? The bathroom boy one will probably get you a lot of dates. The tiny dick one's pretty good, too. That's honesty. Did you guys know that it's the best policy? Shrimp or tiny dicks? Honesty. Oh, right, yeah. Ask the experts. Today, we have never had anyone like this. We are talking to horse whisperer Gary Dongle. Mr. Dongle, you are a horse whisperer. Can you walk us through what's your everyday like? What do you do every day? Okay, so uh, breakfast, uh, I still take that in bed. Uh, My son, he uh, has that like Drew Barrymore from 51st Dates thing where he thinks every day is the same day and it's always Father's Day. Like he's been doing it for 12 years now and uh, I gotta tell you, it's, it's great every morning. So yeah, every day I get breakfast in bed, it's real nice. Uh, and then uh, I get uh, dressed, uh, head out to the barns, and uh, I'll work with some horses. A lot of times it's a horse that's maybe a, like a delinquent horse, mm. like a ne'er-do-well horse. He's not doing what he's supposed to do. And then uh, just try to calm him down, get him going right, get him on the right track, okay. the racetrack. And how do you, like, are you actually whispering? Like, how does horse whispering work? Uh, for me, it's a different thing for every horse whisperer. I do whisper it to the horse. I get real close. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Sorry about that. Is that, is that uh, one of the whispers? Is that one of them? Yeah, that's okay. one of the tricks I use. You can burp, and that horse is like, oh, this guy's kind of a cool guy, too. It's all about the attitude with the horse. you got to try to convince the horse that you're also kind of a delinquent. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's why I like to show up. I'll have like a Coke in my hand, I'll mm-hmm. take a sip of it, I'll burp, and I'll just like toss the can away, and the horse will kind of be like, oh, I want to hang out with that guy. Can you, can you give us a sample of a whisper? Yeah. Uh, so, say there's a horse who's maybe, uh, you got a horse who likes to get over the gate, and he goes to, every day he goes to your prized rose bushes, and he just kind of tramples them a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I would find that horse, and I'd come up to him and say, hey buddy, what's going on? It's Tuesday. You gotta tell them the date first just oh, to yeah. calm them down. Horses don't have a good grasp of time. It's almost as if they have like a memory problem, kind of like my son. This is how I got into it. And so a horse, you gotta be like, hey buddy, hey, it's Tuesday. Just calm on down, buddy. And then I take a Coke can, I throw that away. He says, I see the look, we connect. And mm-hmm. that's like, yeah, I'm a cool guy. Cool guys throw away Cokes on Tuesday. Hey bud, why don't we uh, scooch away from these rose bushes? If I really reach the horse, then he will, uh, he'll kind of turn away. I'll be able to take the reins, sort of move him away from them, uh, the rose bushes. Uh, do you whisper to any other animals? Maybe, um, maybe a mule? Do you do any mule whisperings? No, you gotta, you gotta yell at a mule. Oh, okay. So one other thing with whispering, 
Sometimes you'll have a real, uh, real tough horse, a real tough nut to crack. Stuff with those, you just kind of neg the horse. I, I don't try to act like a cool guy. Like I act like I just don't care about the horse. Mm-hmm. So I'll say more stuff like, "Hey, is that a mane or a, a dollar store wig from Halloween? Because it looks like shit." And the horse will kind of be like. <laughs> Or I'll be like, oh, yeah, I could ride this horse, sure. Uh, ride him to the glue factory, because that's all he's good for. You a race horse? Because uh, your racing days are over. Maybe you've been racing to the buffet a little too much. <laughs> Interesting. Just... You know, you know, Louise, I've noticed that Matt's, uh, you know, he's kind of scribbling a lot. That's kind of a, uh, a negative, uh, a negative uh, 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 habit. You know, if you want me to kind of, I could say something to him. If, if you think it's a problem, yeah, why don't you give it a go right now? Yeah, I think you could try to run it in. Hey, Matt. Hey, buddy. Hey, look <laughs> at this. Hey, check out this Coke. I'm just going to have a sip of this Coke. Huh? Pretty good, huh? Oh, looks good. Looks good. Uh, you guys got recycling? I don't care. I'm just going to toss it away. Whoa. whoa. Litter, bu- litter, bu- litter bug. Nice. Yeah. Not caring about the environment. Yeah, nice. I'm gonna slip. I'm just gonna put my arm around you. Get real close to you. Oh hey. yeah, so a bad boy does. They put arms around you. Yeah. Hey, bud. It's Thursday. It's afternoon. Oh. You're doing great. You cool? Cool now. That was a cool dude. A bad yeah. boy. Hey, you know what? You know what's not cool? It's fidgeting while someone's doing an interview with you. Oh. Oh, okay. It's, it's almost like the ultimate lame. You're not a lame guy, are you? I mean, sometimes, but I don't want to be anymore. No. You're not a square. You're like a cool triangle. Isosceles. Oh, he's such a cool Scalene. Guy. Matt. Those are cool triangles. I'm a cool triangle. You're welcome, Louise. Wow, Gary, Doggle. Thank you so much for being on the show, teaching us about so many things, and fixing my fidgety-ass co-host here. He hasn't fidgeted with anything in the last ten seconds. This is incredible. I feel like yeah. I have a new lease on life. Yeah, I know. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Bye, Gary Dongle. That, that guy's a cool guy. I don't like one to do anything with my hands. They're just sitting there limp. Not even care. <laughs> nice, Couple nice. limp hands. All right, all. Thank you for listening today. This has been the S&M Experience with the S&M Experience. Please like and subscribe. We're on all major channels. Facebook, Instagram, the YouTubes. Probably TikTok. I feel like, Steve, you've got to, like, no, we're not on TikTok. Okay, scratch that. I don't understand that. it. I don't understand it. That's very confusing. But we're on all those other ones. And uh, thanks for listening. It's been a slice. Slice.